This is World Cafe. I'm Raina Duris. Bruce Springsteen has a lot of fans. A lot. He's referred to as a legend, an icon, the biggest rock star alive right now. And maybe that's why it's so much fun to hear Bruce Springsteen be a fan on his 21st studio album, Only the Strong Survive. The album is a collection of covers Springsteen recorded of some of his favorite soul and R&B songs by artists like Jerry Butler, The Commodores, and The Four Tops. Today, Bruce Springsteen talks about why he wanted to honor these artists, what it was like singing with Sam Moore of Sam and Dave, and maybe best of all, you'll hear Bruce Springsteen just totally fan out. Our conversation is coming up in just a moment. Let's kick things off with the title track from the album. Originally by Jerry Butler, here's the boss, Only the Strong Survive. Now there's gonna be, there's gonna be a whole lot of trouble in your life. So listen to me, get up off your knees, cause only the strong survive. That's what she said. Only the strong From his new album, Only the Strong Survive, Bruce Springsteen performing the title track originally by Jerry Butler. And I am so thrilled to welcome Bruce Springsteen to the show. Bruce, welcome to the World Cafe. (laughs) Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you. It sounds like you were having so much fun on this record. Yeah, it was uh, uh, the pressure of having to write everything wasn't there. And that's always the toughest thing when it comes to recording, you know? And so, uh, and also the pressure of uh, really the production and uh, playing on on, on every song. Uh, I removed all of that and I said, I'm, I'm going to make a record where I just sing. And I fo- focus all my energies on, on the vocals, which was something I'd never done. And uh, it was a lot of fun to do, a lot of fun. I, I, I just had a great time doing it. Now, that song that we just heard, Only the Strong Survive, and Hey, Western Union Man, are both originally from the same Jerry Butler album, The Iceman Cometh, which was recorded in Philly at Sigma Sound in 1968. That's the only album that you chose two songs from. Why did that album have such an impact? Yeah, I I got into Jerry Butler late, you know, and uh, really on this record, John Landau was the, my manager, was the... An executive producer suggested uh, Hey Western Union, which I wasn't, I'd never heard. Do you hear what I sing? Oh, Western Union, man. Why don't you sing the telegram? Why sing the telegram to my baby? Western Union, man. Send a telegram. Oh, send a telegram. I listened to it, I said, wow, that's kind of complicated, but uh, uh, gave it a shot, you know, ended up being a lot of fun, came out great. And then suddenly the Iceman was was on my, on my radar and I started to listen to a lot of it. And uh, originally the record was called Soul Days. 
And from then, I changed the title to when we cut Night Shift. I said, now, now the record should be titled Night Shift. Right? And then somewhere in there, I said, only the strong. Maybe I'll cut only the strong survive for the next volume of something like this. And John said, gee, that's a great title. We, we should cut it now. And so I said, okay. So I went in. It was the last thing we cut, uh, cut only the strong survive in a day. That ended up being our title. And I ended up being a huge Jerry Butler fan. I've already cut several other of his songs from that album. Do you hear what I say? Western Union man, send a telegram, oh, send a telegram to my baby. Western Union man, send a telegram, oh, send a telegram, send a telegram, come, send a telegram, man, to my baby. This is what I want you to do. Now, you mentioned that, um, you know, you, you just wanted to sing on this record. Why was soul and R&B the right genre for you to focus on singing? Well, the, great, the, great, the greatest vocal music f- for me is, is gospel music. There's just a freedom, spirituality, and intensity in gospel music that you find watered down in other places, you know? Uh, but gospel music and then soul, of course, all those front men came from the church, which is why it was a unique place in time. Those singers will never come again. It was just a culturally unique moment. So you have Sam Moore coming out of the church. You have Sam Cook coming out of the soulsters coming out of the church. You know, so many of, of those other artists. Of course, Aretha. So... Um, that was just a natural place. I said, I want to go, where are the great singers? Well, the great singers are in soul music for one place, you know? And uh, and my attitude was like, well, these are songs that should be a part of the American songbook, like Gershwin and Cole Porter. They, they, these songs, they're, you know, they stand the test of time, you know? They're 50 years old already. They're still great. So I just, you know, s- slowly sort of made my way through them. But but I came late to Jerry Butler, but I'm glad I did because I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan now. The only other artist you have two songs from on this album is Levi Stubbs, lead singer of The Four Tops. And you bookended it with one from 1967, Seven Rooms of Gloom, and one from 1981, When She Was My Girl, which are two very distinct periods yeah. of The Four Tops. Yeah, the, the, the When She Was My Girl was... Post Motown. Yeah. So uh, the production and everything sounds quite current. And Levi was just, you know, one of the greatest singers of all time. That's all there is to it. Oh, what joy she would bring. Now I've lost everything. She's gone. Gone, 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 gone. My luck is that I don't have the same quality of voice, but I have the same range that he has, that David Ruffin had, you know, basically we're comfortable within the same range. So most of these songs, I don't change the key on them or anything. I sing them uh, in the same keys they were recorded. And uh, 
you know, these, these are guys that are, these are my masters, you know, they're my mentors, they're my maestros, you know, I, I, from the start, I had to go, well, I'm just doing this for fun because there's no way you're going to outsing David Ruffin. But if I can find my place within these songs, I can make something fun, enjoyable, and, and good out of it. And that was my approach. When Seven Rooms of Gloom came out in 67, you would have been about 18. And then when uh, when She Was My Girl came out, you would have been in your early 30s. What was it about Levi's voice that called to you when you were 18 and, and still was able to call to you at a different stage in your life? Why did it resonate well, with you? Levi had a rock voice in all of Motown. His was the voice that sounded most rock, you know? It was harsh. It was desperate. I need your touch to comfort me. Your tender, tender arms that once held me. He was the most, the most desperate singer you've ever heard. If you listen to all of the Four Tops materials, they're all about desperation. You know, the Seven Rooms of Gloom, uh, Shake Me, Wake Me, Standing in the Shadows of Love. It's all about somebody out on the edge. So it pushes them towards a rock edge almost, you know? And... Uh, so Levi was always one of my favorite singers, the pure desperation and intensity in his voice. Now, he lets, he lets some of that go on when she was my girl, and you've got the first hints of a light disco, you know, which I really enjoyed singing over, you know, but he was still singing great, and uh, just him and David Ruffin, of course, two of my all-time favorites. I want to play one of your two Four Top songs right now. I think I want to hear your take on the desperate version of Levi Stubbs with Seven Rooms of, uh, seven rooms of Gloom. So uh, I see a house, a house of stone, a lonely house. What a great intro. Play it. Because <laughs> now you're gone, just seven rooms. That's all it is, seven rooms of gloom. I live with emptiness. Without your tenderness You took the dream I had for us And turned that dream into dust I watch a form that never rings I watch a door that never rings I need you back into my life To turn this darkness into light I'm all alone in this house Turn this house into a home I need your touch to comfort me On World Cafe, I'm Raina Torres talking to Bruce Springsteen. He has a new album called Only the Strong Survive. It's a collection of his versions of a bunch of soul and R&B songs. The one that you just heard was originally by the Four Tops called Seven Rooms of Gloom. You don't really mess with the arrangements of these songs. You're pretty faithful uh, all the way through to the originals. I'm guessing that was intentional. Why did you want to totally. do that? I wasn't trying to invent the wheel. My idea was these... This is classic stuff. 
right down to the arrangements, the string parts, the horn parts, the, the, the choral parts, uh, the rhythm section. Our idea was now we were going to try and sonically enhance all of these records, but stick very close to the original arrangements. And uh, that was what we did. You worked with Sam Moore of soul duo Sam and Dave on the record, yeah. and he sings on a couple of the songs with you. Uh, I know you actually had a chance to see Sam and Dave when they were still together back in the 70s at the Fast Lane in Asbury mm-hmm. Park. What do you remember from that show? Can you take us back there? The main thing I remember is I cried. I, I, I remember they brought me to tears. They were so good. And this was late in the day, late in their career. They weren't getting along very well. I got to meet them backstage somehow, and um, I hit it off with Sam a little bit, but I was just kind of starting to come up myself, you know? And it was probably, if there was 100 people in the place, I'd be surprised. And out come Sam and Dave in their glory, and they sang incredibly to 100 people in Asbury Park, and I stood in the back of the room and I was, I was in tears because I said, I can't believe this place isn't jammed. You know, this is some, I knew I was hearing some of the greatest American music being played in the United States on that night. I knew I was yeah. at that spot at that time. And I was just heartbroken that there weren't more, more people than, uh, uh, then were there sharing it. You know, they were they were incredible to the end. I heard them there. I heard them at the Satellite Lounge in Fort Dix. Unbelievable. Stevie and I used to follow them around. Could you pick maybe your favorite Sam and Dave song we could play right now? Oh, my favorite Sam and Dave song. That's a tough one. But I would have to go maybe when something is wrong with my baby. Something is wrong with my When Something is Wrong with My Baby, Sam and Dave, that was chosen by my guest today, Bruce Springsteen. I'm Raina Duras. This is World Cafe. So you would have, like you said, you would have been sort of just starting out around the time you saw Sam and Dave in Asbury Park. You're playing shows yourself. What lessons were you learning from seeing soul and R&B acts like that perform? How to lead a band, number one. How to put on a show. The soul, the, the rock acts tried to play it cool all the time. You had to be cool. Nah, the soul acts came to set you on fire. They, they were a manifestation of heat. And I liked that more than the cool thing. I said, I'm not, I'm not cool, you know. I'm, uh, I'm more comfortable in that heat. And so uh, I just watched Sam. Sam led the band incredibly he knew how to put on, he knew how to 
wire the audience until they were going insane. You know, he sweat his clothes completely through. They they were just, you know, they were my my ideal of what it means to put on a show. And I said, that's that's where I'm going. Yeah, you're not standing up there just strumming a guitar. You're working. You're working yeah, hard. That's right. And I like that idea. I like that idea of just, hey, just they were just hardworking men, man. They were incredible. Uh, so Sam is on this new album. He also sang harmony on a couple of songs on your 1992 album, Human Touch. How did you go from, you know, kid in the crowd, meeting him for a minute at the fast lane while you watched Sam and Dave, to actually working with Sam Moore one day? <laughs> well, I, if, when I was 40, I, I had the nerve to call him and ask him if he'd sing with me on a couple of the songs I had for Human Touch. And he said, sure. And uh, he came out, he sang, his voice was incredible, of course. And, uh, and I just called and, you know, we've been friends, you know, for about 30 years. Now, I feel like at this point in your career, people might be intimidated to sing with you. Was there any, was there any time where you were intimidated to sing with somebody like that? All the time. You know, I'm always like very self-conscious about uh, my voice and, and, and uh, I've been asked in the past to sing with a variety of different well-known vocalists. Very often I'll say no. I'll say, I have no business whatsoever singing on a mic next to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll just come out and tell them why I'm going to say no, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and I've done that on, a, on several occasions. Is there anybody you can uh, tell us? No, I don't want to. I don't want to blow secrets. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, we're gonna hear you sing with Sam Moore right now. We're gonna play Soul Days. Um, before we hear Soul Days, why do you love this song? That was a song I stumbled on. I just kind of, you know, you go on uh, uh, iTunes and you see you see Drift Away number one, number two Soul Days. What Soul Days? I've never heard of that. All right, boom. I put it on. Oh, this is a great narrative. It's beautifully written narrative on soul days. It's about somebody's love for soul music, you know? I said, I got to cut this and see how it comes out. And uh, uh, so Dobie Gray had, of course, a beautiful version of it, but I, I really enjoyed cutting it. And it almost sounds like I, uh, it could have been one of my tunes, you know? Uh, great narrative, great story. Bruce Springsteen with Sam Moore here. This is Soul Days on World Cafe. Cruising in my Chevrolet I held my baby in my arms But my first love was always those songs I'm talking about soul days Talking about those sweet soul days From his new album, Only the Strong Survive, Bruce Springsteen with Soul Days, originally by Dobie Gray. You and Sam Moore, uh, at the end, you trade off calling out names of great singers, great soul singers, <laughs> Wilson Pickett, Joe Tex, uh, Aretha Franklin, Sam Cooke. Was that all ad-libbed in the studio? Yeah, I thought, I said, Let, let's do a, you know, let, let's go back and forth shouting out these names we like, you know? And I came up with a list of them, and... Uh, Sam had his, and and that's how it got done. I'm just going to ask you a couple of those names. You pick songs so we can hear clips of songs. The first song that comes to your mind when I say Wilson Pickett. Well, 
the first song that came to my mind was Midnight Hour. I'm gonna wait till the midnight hour. But for me, the ultimate Wilson picket is six, three, four, five, seven, eight. What about uh, Sam Cooke? Okay. Uh, first song that comes to mind is Twisting the Night Away, but I'm much more, uh, I think because it's well less known, something like Just For You. Just for you see me working all just for you. It's just working till my stress is gone as for yes, you. My dear. Work, I finally realize it's all for just you. For you. When you see me working just all the day, it's just working all of my stress for you. Way is for yes, you. my dear. Work, I finally I'm speaking with Bruce Springsteen today on World Cafe. My name is Raina Duras. Bruce has a new album called Only the Strong Survive. It's 15 soul and R&B songs he's done his own versions of. Rock and soul, Bruce, have always been in your musical DNA. How do rock and soul connect? What is their common thread? There's just places where they cross over, you know. There's a, uh, intensity, and uh, where it connected for us was soul music was very popular along the shore. You had top 40 bands who came in and made their living, you know, full horn section, came in in the summertime along the shore, played nothing but soul music, you know? So growing up, we were exposed to a lot of soul music and, of course, rock music. And it became a very natural... If you if you had a set where you didn't play any soul music, it was, it, it was almost impossible. You couldn't survive on Saturday night. You know, people wanted to hear, hold on, I'm coming. They wanted to hear Midnight Hour. They wanted to hear Mustang Sally. You had to play, if you were a rock band, you still, you still had to, you had to play all these things, you know? And so to me, there was always a connection. Uh, of course, everyone knew the greatest singers were the soul singers, and they also had great songs. And the E Street Band was always a rock and soul band. We're not really a rock and roll band. We're not really a rock band. We're kind of a rock and soul band. Absolutely. I mean, you can hear when you listen to... You and the E Street Band, it's you can hear the yeah, influence mean, of these ten, songs. 10th Avenue Freeze Out, my story of the band, is almost a straight-up soul tune with strange lyrics. <laughs> Let's listen to a bit of 10th Avenue Freeze Out right now. on the city bed, searching for Talking to Bruce Springsteen today on World Cafe, I'm Rena Duris. You've spent much of your career writing about the condition of working class people through your lens and your upbringing. Um, you've also made music like your album Western Stars a while back. 
that addresses and explores mythology of the American West and the image of the cowboy and the desert and the lonely traveler and the vastness. Now you've released an album of soul music, which is also an American art form. Where does it fit in for you in in the American story? Well, the nice thing is 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 I didn't start with a thematic point of view, you know, on the record. I just said, I want to make some joyful music. You know, and, you know, my records are very often, you know, there's usually a theme of some sort that uh, you have to deal with if you feel, if you want to, I suppose, or wrestle with. In this case, I said, I, I'm just going to make music that I love. Now, of course, soul music is an inherent part of of the American music scene. I mean, it's just... It's just forever, you know. It's it's influence and its uh, its roots are, are are steeped in American culture. So that that goes without saying. But for me, uh, it was just like I took the most simple approach I've ever taken to making records, and that was I wanted to sing what sounded good, record what sounded good, record some great songs that other people had written, and that was my approach. You know, I, I read a critical thing from a fan once who said, God, what, what, what about some happy music? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I thought for a minute and I said, well, I kind of get what this person is talking about. If you went back to maybe the wild and the innocent in its own way, you might, it might read like that or something or a greetings maybe. But, but so I said, well, I, I tucked it in the back of my head as just like, yeah, that, 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 that kind of, I'd like to make a, a record that wasn't weighted down with with conceptual baggage necessarily, that that was just hey you put it on, you play it, you know I I was happy and very joyful when I was recording it. Hopefully that comes across. And you have a you know vacuum your floor or have a nice afternoon or take a drive in the car and put it on and and just hear these great songs by you know that were originally done by these great artists and 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 have a good time. That was my approach this time now. <laughs> Much simpler. With the world as it is right now, I feel like a joyful album might be what people really need. <laughs> it can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking with Bruce Springsteen on World Cafe. I want to close things out today with your take on the Commodore song, Night Shift. They released Night Shift in January 1985, right when you were on your massive Born in the USA tour, blowing up, becoming a star. Did you become a fan of that song in real time when it first came out, or... Did you come to it later? When it came out, I just said, oh, this is a thing of beauty, you know? And uh, all over the years, I stayed in touch with that song. I, I just, you know, I had a little bar that used to play it pretty regularly, and I'd go in and sit, and it was always a song that could reduce me to tears. You know, it's just a wonderfully, wonderfully written narrative, you know? And the, the way that it's sung, it turns uh, Marvin Gaye's name and Jackie Wilson's name into this spiritual cantation almost. That The way the song opens up with Marvin, that's all you need. The song, it's already, it's on its way. There's just something about the way, if you're doing it right, the way the singer says those names is essential and spiritual. And then the whole song falls in place beautifully. It's it's an amazing piece of writing, and and it was a gorgeous record. You know, I all I did was I stripped some of the '80s sounds off it 
and turned it into a little more of a direct soul ballad. And uh, but it's my it's perhaps my favorite thing on the record. That and Do I Love You. It really is gorgeous. Here is Bruce Springsteen with Night Shift on World Cafe. Marvin, he was a friend of mine, and he could sing his song, his heart in every line. Marvin sang of the joy and pain. He opened up our minds. I still can hear him say. Bruce Springsteen performing Night Shift by the Commodores. That's on Bruce's new album, Only the Strong Survive. It is out now, and Bruce Springsteen has been my guest today. I know you're heading out on tour with the E Street Band for the first time in six years, asking around the office. I wanted to see what people wanted to know about that. One question they said they would like me to ask is, are we going to hear the songs on this album on this tour? You will hear some of them, you know. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm still putting a set list together, but I've got a big band out there, so we've got horns and singers, so we're capable of playing anything that's on the record, and, uh, uh, you know, we'll come up with a few things. I'm sure we will. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Bruce, it's been a real, real pleasure to have you here. Thanks. Pleasure's mine. Thank you very much. I know you're not alone. That song is called Night Shift, performed there by Bruce Springsteen, originally by the Commodores. That version you just heard is on Springsteen's new album, Only the Strong Survive. It is out now, and Bruce Springsteen was my guest today. Wow, pretty cool. I'm Marina Duris, back in a moment with more World Cafe.